welcome to a new episode of Improvisations on Growth, which in these challenging times, we temporarily turn into a COVID-19 crisis log. My name is Dadina Rahiri, and I invite you to listen and ask yourself with us, is this crisis bringing the best or the worst in us? When businesses and economies are on hold, what do we have left? Is it people? Is it hope? Listen and build your own answers. Once the crisis is gone, and once the, the numbers stabilize, and we're going to start looking back, and they're going to look at the graphs and what happened and all the dynamic, I feel like we're going we're gonna to see some really interesting things. Well, I'm, I'm not sure if, if Winston Churchill is, is really the one who said this. At, at least the, the, the quote is, is attributed to him. Never let, never let a good crisis go to waste. Whoever said it, I, I think this is, for me, this is so, so true because now we are forced to do things differently. And there's no, I mean, I, I was uh, going to say there's no escape route. Well, of course, there's an escape route, but the, the force is just really, really strong. Give me three silver linings that, that you've noticed so far. Well, uh, for, for me, a silver lining is that people are grouping together. Like the, there is an enormous social life, at least over here. Like artists are going online. Um, there's like a, a, a thriving art scene. And it's, it's not in, in, in the pubs and in the clubs, but it's online and you can access it. And for me, that is a huge silver lining. People are getting together. And, and I, I feel like my social life has improved in the sense of, wow, it's now I have time to talk with clients. And I have a lot of time to talk with friends and colleagues. And it's not so much about business anymore but it is about okay how can we get through this together yes money is still um, a necessity obviously we need to pay our rents and everything but it, it's not the focus so much anymore it's not I do this because I need to earn money but I do this because I connect with you Neighbors are helping each other. So there, there are tons of initiatives to help people. So I'm better off. So I help others. I help the elderly and I go shopping. Like a little shop around the corner. They have an online, uh, online shop and they are opening their online shop for all the other little shops around in our neighborhood so that they don't have to create their own online shop, but that they're they're now sharing one big platform where we can do our online shopping. There's a lot of focus on, on the local resources and how we can support each other. And it's more like we are helping each other to, to grow together. I'm, I'm here and I help you so you can make the next step. And then the, the others help me to make the next step. We're building on each other. And for me, this is a huge silver lining. Despite that we now need to physically isolate, I think it really has the potential to bring out the best in us in the sense of money and success was just so prevalent and so important 
every aspect of our society. And suddenly this has shifted. So now it's not about the economy, but it's about saving lives. And it's about the neighbor, that they are doing well and that they are staying healthy and that we care about each other. And over here, at least, the um, like our government is focusing on that. I mean, like I've not seen it in my life. Like when, when uh, 2008, when we had the, the, the Lehman Brothers and, and the bank crisis, the financial crisis, everything was focused on saving the banks. And now our government is now spending three times more on making sure that, that, that the citizens are safe, that everybody's healthy, and that everybody has enough to live, that the rents are paid, that food can be bought. And, and I think this, this shift is just incredible. You know, who, who would have thought that, that this is what, what they're doing? This is, for me, the, the, the biggest silver lining, really. So it's like as if suddenly we realized, oh, wow, this life is really about us humans and not about the printed papers and coins and, and shares and whatever, and the, the, the virtual numbers from the stock exchange. But this is really about us, how we connect and how we support each other. Yeah, how we make our life livable in a good way, despite the circumstances. What I've noticed, I have a, a park nearby that I, I try to go to almost every day. And last evening, there were just so many people. There were so many people out. And I think that was the first time in five years since I've lived here that I've seen so many people in that park. And because there were so many people, there were more people on the sidewalk going there and coming back. And even though we're all trying to keep a certain distance, people were nicer. We were like smiling at each other. It was almost like we were trying to to reassure and comfort each other. Like, okay, I'm keeping my distance, but I still I still care for you. I'm still going to smile and say hi to you because I understand what you're going through because I'm going through the same thing. So the the compassion and the empathy for me was so visible even though people were were following the rules to to stay at a certain um, distance from each other. So I thought that was very, very nice. It just made me feel like secure. Speaking of all the uncertainty we talked in our last in our last discussion, speaking of perspective, that's the biggest thing that the crisis is offering us. Looking at the big picture, reminding ourselves that we are humans and this is what really makes our life worthwhile connect with each other social contact being there caring for each other and uh, being nice to each other and that's the core and that and that we experience that we can do this even when we are not in physical contact that's a big word now but this is almost a miracle you know i can connect with you on a meaningful way even if we are not physically together. I can feel that you care and that I, I 
I can make you feel that I care, you know, that, that we are tender with each other because, yeah, as, as humans, we are sort of tough, but we are also so vulnerable. And, and I think this vulnerability now has at least the potential to really bring out the best in us as humans. The virus doesn't discriminate. Well, speaking of um, equality, I think um, it's a little, it's almost um, an experience of being humble. <laughs> Once we go back to our, our jobs and our routine, I wonder if we will forget about this. I had this, this discussion with a colleague of mine today. I'm myopic in the sense of um, I'm heavily focused on potential and the silver lining out there. Yeah. I tend to believe or can imagine that this experience is just really intense and that it will shift our awareness and consciousness and that, that there will be no going back, not, not on a bigger scale. I mean, of, of course, we will go back to work and, and however it will look like. And there, there will be a certain degree of going back to some sort of normality. Um, yet I also think there will be something like a new normal. And I think it's up to us to make this new normal just a better place than our old normal was. You have listened to the fourth episode of Medu Einsiedler's Improvisations on Growth series following the changes that COVID-19 has enforced on millions of people. What does this change mean to us? Is it only temporary or maybe we will see a permanent shift that will mark every one of us for a long time? Stay tuned for our following episodes and more podcasts as part of Medu's COVID-19 crisis log which we will continue weekly for the duration of the crisis. Feel free to engage with Medu on her social media, on LinkedIn and Twitter, or email her directly at medu at Until next time, stay safe and calm.